This is The Creative Funding Show, a podcast for authors, YouTubers, and podcasters who want to fund the work they love without selling out. Welcome to the first ever Creative Funding Show episode. My name is Thomas Umstadt, and in this episode zero, I'd like to introduce myself. So if you don't care about me, you're welcome to skip this show. Uh, but I just wanted to talk a little bit about my background and why I'm doing this show. So uh, the Creative Funding Show is a podcast for creators who want to make a living doing what they love using platforms like Patreon and Kickstarter, sponsorships and more. And our goal is to be primarily an interview show, talking with creators uh, to learn how they fund their work, talking with industry insiders uh, about the tools that they're making to make uh, creators' lives better, and also doing deep dives, uh, individual episodes with me, answering your questions about funding, creating, and thriving as a creator. So, but in this episode, I'm going to talk about myself, which is in general not a goal of the show. I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about me, but I do want to kind of share my story of how I got to be talking into this microphone to you right now. So I've been buzzing on the outskirts of the creative community for a long time. The first video, YouTube video of me went up in 2006. So as of this recording, that was 12 years ago. And I remember in 2006 being so surprised at YouTube as a platform and how seamless the experience was. I don't know if any of you can remember before the days of YouTube, we watched videos with Real Player and it was awful. Real Player was the worst. <laughs> YouTube was one million times better. There's a reason why you don't install Real Player on your computer anymore. And it's because uh, everything has gotten better than that since then. I started my first podcast in 2007. It was about uh, video game addiction. It's since pod faded, sadly. I, I don't even know if I have the recordings anymore. Uh, but I had no idea what I was doing back then. Uh, but I did enjoy doing it. I'd been listening to podcasts and I loved podcasting. And um, I had fun buying my first equipment and I was doing my editing at GarageBand back when GarageBand was actually good for podcasting. Those days were good. Uh, in 2013, I started my first Kickstarter campaign for a WordPress plugin that we were developing at the time called My Book Table. It's a plugin that allows you to add a bookstore to your WordPress website if you're an author. Uh, it's very popular amongst authors. In fact, it's still it's tied for number one in the most popular bookstore plugin uh, for authors. And at the time, we didn't know if there was an audience for it. We'd been using a version of this plugin internally uh, when we would build websites for authors. We used it to save ourselves time. And we weren't sure if there was a demand uh, amongst authors generally for people who wanted to buy the uh, plugin. So we put it on Kickstarter. We had a goal of $2,500, I believe, and we ended up raising over $12,000. So the answer to the question, does the world want this plugin, was a resounding yes. <laughs> yes, the world wants this plugin. So we launched uh, my book table, and it's still an active plugin. It's an active development for the last five years. We've gone through quite a few changes and improvements. We've added a lot of features, and it's now very robust and fairly mature uh, software. In 2013, I also started the Novel Marketing Podcast with James L. Rubart. It's still an active podcast. In fact, uh, this was the podcast that uh, led to me uh, embracing uh, this show. Uh, more on that in a bit. And uh, in 2014, I crowdfunded a course on crowdfunding on Indiegogo. So after I did my book table, 
on Kickstarter. In rapid succession, I did a bunch of other crowdfunding uh, campaigns, both with myself and with others, all of which success uh, succeeded. So I had a 100% success rate uh, on Kickstarter. And people kept asking me for advice on crowdfunding. And so in, a, in part to get them to shut up, <laughs> uh, I basically took everything I knew and put that into a course uh, in 2014. And uh, that course, I didn't realize this at the time, but many people had tried crowdfunding courses on crowdfunding and they had all failed. So I was trying to do something that no one to that point had succeeded in doing. And with the help of Mary DeMuth, my co-teacher in the course, we successfully funded, I crowdfunded a course on crowdfunding, which was very meta. It was, we had lots of inception jokes. It was lots of fun. And we've gotten some great feedback uh, from that course. And it's been fun uh, getting, occasionally somebody will send me a book that they've crowdfunded uh, on either on Kickstarter or Indiegogo. It, it was a course primarily for authors. Uh, and in 2014, I joined Patreon as a patron. So I've been a fan of Pompa Malus, uh for years. It's, it's back when Jack Conte was just a musician who <laughs> I remember being impressed with all of the different instruments he could play um, in his uh, Pompa Malus songs. And I loved their music. I would buy their songs on iTunes. And so when they went on Patreon, it was a no-brainer. And I was very impressed with Patreon as a platform. So I'm a, a Kickstarter person originally. That's my background. But when I looked at Patreon, I was like, I get it. I, I see the appeal of getting a little bit of money every month rather than a huge lump sum of money uh, only after you do this exhausting Kickstarter campaign. And so part of the reason I backed Pomp Malus was you know, because I was fans of them. But to be honest, the other bigger reason I backed them was because I just wanted to observe Patreon. I wanted to watch how Patreon was, was you know, growing as a platform, how people were using it. And I slowly started backing different campaigns and different creators on Patreon and kind of seeing what they were doing. In 2015, I crowdfunded my first book. My So I'd crowdfunded other people's books, but I did my own book on dating and relationships. It was based off of a viral blog post that I wrote, and I didn't really want to write the book. I kind of did, but I was like, okay, world, if you want this book, make the money happen. And the readers of my blog made the money happen. So I spent most of 2015 writing the book uh, that they wanted me to write uh, and researching it and recovering from writing it. It was lots of drama and great fun. And uh, But they raised $11,000 uh, to help make the book possible. And it was another learning curve of you know learning how to crowdfund. And it, you know it's a different world. Crowdfunding in 20 2015 was different from what it was in 2013, and it's different than it is now. Uh, Kickstarter is maturing as a platform, and uh, backers are getting more sophisticated. In 2016 to 2017, I guest hosted a radio show from time to time, uh, and in the summer of 2017, I actually quit my job and did radio full-time for a while, uh, which was a great experience. I got to see how the traditional side of the industry worked. And I also got to see that I'm much happier in indie digital world than in traditional terrestrial world. Uh, so I'm much happier behind a podcasting microphone than I am behind a radio microphone. But I do love radio and do love talk radio. And in 2017, we kept podcasting on the Novel Marketing Show. And I started thinking about funding the show on Patreon. I talked with my co-host about it, James Rubart. And I went to look for a podcast about Patreon, and I couldn't find it. So there had been the Patreon podcast, and it pod faded. It only had one or two episodes that were downloadable, and it hadn't had any new episodes in years. And I was like, there needs to be a podcast primarily for Patreon. 
I kind of, you know, early 2018, I was like, somebody needs to make this. And so finally, I was like, maybe this should be me. In the meantime, I'd launched the novel marketing um, Patreon campaign, uh, and we're currently uh, around $150, $175 a month on that. It's a brand new campaign. I launched it this year without the help of a podcast about Patreon. <laughs> so uh, this, in a sense, this show is what I wish I'd had when I launched our first uh, Patreon campaign for novel marketing. So I realized the novel marketing page is nothing spectacular. It's a very niche podcast. It's a marketing podcast for authors and primarily for fiction authors. Uh, my hope is that this show will just appeal to authors, but also to YouTubers and podcasters. And my goal is not just to focus on Patreon, but also Kickstarter and also sponsorships and also other ways of bringing in revenue. If you have a creative way of funding your art, shoot me an email or reach out to me at creativefunding.show. Uh, we just might have you on the show to talk about how you're funding your art. And that's where we are now. I am launching this podcast. I don't know if it will take off. I don't know if you will like it. And I don't know what you're looking for. Uh, this is a brand new project for me. And I haven't launched a brand new project like this in a very long time. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm having fun making these episodes. I, I'm hoping that this show will be uh, a blessing to you, a help to you as you fund your art. And I really do hope that uh, together we can end starving artists, <laughs> or, or at least reduce how much artists starve uh, and keep them from feeling like they have to sell out in order to make a living. Now, to be perfectly transparent, while I've been buzzing around the community for a long time, I am not right now an expert at Patreon. I've been a Patreon page owner for two months, uh, a little over two months with the Novel Marketing Show. I've been a patron for years, but I've, I've just been starting out as a creator on Patreon. So I'm going to be learning along with you. And I'm asking questions. I'm asking questions, uh, trying to have that beginner's mind. And yes, I've been crowdfunding for a long time, but Patreon is a different animal. And I'm learning that. I'm going to be learning alongside of you. In terms of show format, the goal is to shoot for between 20 and 30 minutes uh, per show. I want this to be the kind of show you can listen to while you're working out at the gym or driving to work. And if you know someone using Patreon or Kickstarter, I really need help here at the beginning getting guests. The longer the show goes and the more famous it becomes, the easier guests are going to be defined. But in the early days, uh, this is where you come in uh, to be particularly helpful. And I plan to interview both creators like you and industry professionals. Uh, so people who work at Patreon or YouTube, Graftreon, uh, really any tool that makes creating easier, makes raising money easier. I'd love to talk to those industry professionals, but I don't want to just talk to them. I want to hear stories from creators and from stories from all kinds of creators. So I don't just want to talk to veterans who are making, you know, $10,000 a month. I also want to talk to people who are just getting started and are making $50 a month. You know, they just got their first 20 backers and, and hearing their story, hearing what they're going through, what their challenges are. And the goal is to be encouraging. I want to encourage you, show you just how easy it is to start increasing your revenue uh, on platforms like Patreon and Kickstarter and other ways of making money. So don't think that this is just the Patreon show. It's going to be primarily the Patreon show, but it's not going to only be about Patreon. Uh, there are other shows about Kickstarter, uh, and, and they are good. So I, I feel like there's less need for 
me to talk about Kickstarter as Kickstarter rolls out its Drip platform, which is their direct competitor to Patreon. We'll be talking about that specifically. But right now, there's no one in the podosphere that I can find who's talking about Patreon. So that's going to be our primary emphasis, at least in these early days. But the show's going to evolve based off of your feedback. And to kick things off, I plan to do some introductory solo episodes uh, as I find guests. <laughs> I'll be uh, filling the backlog with shows that are just me. Uh, but I uh, plan to put into practice what I'm learning uh, on the show. So in general, you don't necessarily want to launch a Patreon campaign right at the beginning of a new project. <laughs> when you have no audience, you need the crowd before you can fund. Uh, but I'm going to break that rule and launch this podcast along with a Patreon campaign, partly so that uh, those of you who are with me from the beginning can watch the process. So in the early days, we're not going to have a lot. But as we talk to people and as I learn, I'll be putting that advice directly into a Patreon campaign that'll be like our test bed, our guinea pig. And I think that'll be fun. I think it'll also help fund this show. I think it's important for the creative funding show to be funded itself. So we'll talk more about that uh, Patreon uh, page in a future episode. I'm actually thinking about doing the show, uh, creating the page and kind of recording myself as I do it and giving uh, my thoughts and feedback as I create a Patreon page from scratch. So uh, listen for that in a future episode. And just finally, uh, we're going to be on social media. Uh, the page has a Facebook page and a Twitter page. All of, We'll have those links in the show notes. So if you just scroll down, you can find a link in the show notes uh, or to the side. Uh, my goal is to have any link that we mention on this show. You don't have to remember how to spell it. The link will be in the, the show notes, which you, if you're listening on an app on your phone, uh, you can just press with your finger. And if you're listening on the website, you can just click the link. Uh, so I'm hoping to make life easier for you in that way. And uh, one final way that you can help this show is uh, asking questions on creativefunding.show and leaving a review on iTunes. I can't tell you how helpful that is in the early days of a podcast. Uh, if you will have any hope of getting to new and noteworthy, you need reviews. So if you're willing to leave a review, it can be positive, it can be negative. Uh, feel free to give me feedback through the reviews on iTunes. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate what you do to make the world a better place with the art that you make. To connect with me, go to creativefundingshow.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you.